0: Good afternoon, Packers fans. Aaron Negler here with your Packers Daily Chat. Coming to you live on the Cheesehead TV social channels the day after another Packers loss, this time to the Bills. Four in a row, the Packers keep spiraling downwards in the standings, but uh, some green shoots on offense, as I said last night after the game. Really liked how they ran the ball. Obviously, the uh, problems up front continue uh, early on in the game anyway, when they We're trying to go back and pass. Matt mentioned it in his press conference uh, just a little bit ago, but as the game went on, they really did seem to find their footing, gave Aaron a little bit of time, and he was able to operate and find things downfield. Going to be interesting to see how they progress from this game. I would love to see this offensive line as is supposed to be constructed, obviously. Much like last week when uh, David Bacciari was out at the last minute, this week it was Elton Jenkins. That's a tough one. Uh, Zach Tom, I thought did an admirable job being thrown into the last second, but uh, he was very much overwhelmed uh, much of the time on some of those passing downs by, let's face it, a really dominant front. Uh, to that end, though, you don't have to look much further than right next to him there at left tackle with David Bakhtiari, who was absolutely lights out against Von Miller. Miller has absolutely wrecked games for Bill's opponents all year long, and David Bakhtiari basically shut him down all night long. Encouraging signs. It's just frustrating that they can't get their preferred five out there for a game. I think if and when they do, you saw some really good signs in the running game. Nice work on some of the counters, some of the power stuff. A.J. Dillon was running hard. Saw both he and Aaron Jones get on track. I know Aaron Rodgers sounded frustrated in his post-game press conference that they weren't able to work more downfield, but I think that will come if they continue to run the football the way they were last night. And I know the Bills had a lead. They were playing a lot of too high. No question about it. But we have seen multiple games this year where teams played too high and the Packers refused to run the ball. To see them continue to run it against a too high shell and have major success will lead to good things. Teams will have to start committing numbers if the Packers continue to do that. It's a very good. That's a very good development. Uh, Defensively. Man, things got away from them early, no doubt about it. I know they kind of kept them in the game, so to speak, in the second half with the two turnovers and get the fluke interception from Rodgers, which really hurt. Obviously, taking a touchdown off the board with a ridiculous offensive pass interference on Robert Tunyon didn't help either. But, man, you cannot let a team take control like that in the first half, and that's basically what the defense did. Um, Lots of reasons for that. I was a little surprised that Matt was asked about the possibility of changing coordinators in the middle of the season. Uh, Matt pretty much shut that down. Feels a little early for that question, but um, I know when things are going bad, everything's on the table. Hello to everybody in the comments section. So good to see you all. So many regular Soders here. Soders here, Ann is here. going to see you guys tomorrow on the uh, Patreon happy hour and the Carry the G Club happy hour. Look forward to that every week. TKM is here. TKM, good, good to see you at your post. Ed, thank you for the super chat. Still have hope for the season, and at least we have all those draft choices from the Aaron Rodgers trade. Oops, wait a second. Now, now, they made their choice, and now they're living with it. Uh, but there is a lot of season left. man. I know I've already seen comments here in the comment section. I've uh, seen it on Twitter. Got a few in my inbox regarding the season is over. Everyone has failed. Look forward to next year, etc. And uh, look, no one's stopping you from... Whatever you need to do as a fan as far as moving on from this season, if you think it's over, I totally get it. But I know there's a lot of season left, and we have no idea how this season plays out. That's what's kind of beautiful about the game of football. These narratives that you're giving yourself and spinning in late October, early November, they're not everything that we're going to know about this team and where it's headed by the time we get to late November, early December. I guarantee things are going to be very different around the Green Bay Packers. Now, better or worse, I have no idea. But where it is right now is not where it's going to be. That you can take to the bank. The NFL is ever-changing from week to week. Aaron Jones is a superstar. My goodness, Jake, I've been saying. I'm not saying. I'm just saying. Yes, he is a superstar. Get him the football early and often. The more you do, the better things will be for this offense. No question. Jeff, thank you for the super chat. Where are we really? Hopefully, hopeful that the team did not give up and mail it in. Andy Herman, not so much. Stokes Savage should sit a little. Hashtag David Whitehurst forever. Uh, Yeah, no, I just had my weekly chat with Andy. It's up there on the YouTube channel if you want to check that out when we're done here. Uh, I get where Andy is despondent and perhaps yourself, Jeff. Um, But no, I I really think uh, the second half of the season is going to look very different for this team. And I think you saw... The start of it last night. Obviously need a better better performance, more complimentary football, as Matt was alluding to in his pressure. There's no doubt about that. Um, and it starts next week in Detroit. That is gotta be the demarcation line. Four in a row. It's enough. It's time to win a game. Time to win a ball game, learn how to win, remember how to win, and then get ready for McCarthy and the Cowboys the following week. That's it, baby. It's two essentially you got to go one and know each week but it's two ga- two game season at this point got to get that got to get that next w um jeff thanks for the super chat i know there is almost zero chance but i'd love for them to add some depth to o line in the next day i'd be surprised but you can't completely rule it out remember they did uh pick up uh, an offensive lineman from the colts off waivers uh he has been inactive every week but he's sitting there so it's not like they haven't uh, added to that room in season, but we'll see if they, make a, if they make a move. I would, again, tend to doubt it, but you never know. How's the hangover next? Mike, it was a little rough this morning. I ain't going to lie. I ain't going to lie. It it was a little rough, but I'm doing well now. Everything is great. And thanks to everyone. I had a number of people on Twitter doing shots along with me for third down conversions last night. That was a lot of fun. And people in the chat as well during the watch party. So, Thank you for joining in. It was tough at the end. I ain't gonna lie, it was it was tough at the end, and it was tough this morning, but uh, it was fun. Uh, Funniest thing on the watch party: Savage turned into haha. So gradually, I hardly noticed. Yeah, Aaron, that was a great comment. I don't know who made it, but it was excellent. Um, yeah, yeah, that's a really rough performance from Darnell Savage last night. And I know Matt was asked about it in his presser a little bit ago. I don't know what you do there because it's very clear to me anyway, that you cannot keep rolling him out there in however the you know present personnel is being utilized in certain packages as your starting safety opposite Amos. Like I know you, you have to do something there to my eyes, um, whether that's playing Ford elevated and Abernathy. I don't know, but I mean, Ford has acquitted himself well when given an opportunity so far this season. Um, I don't know if you maybe drop Savage down and make him a slot guy or what have you, but man, there, there there's just nothing dynamic about his play. And now he is costing you yardage and plays and points, etc. by, you know, the chicken wing shoulder thing, throwing his blindly throwing his shoulder at somebody rather than seeing what he's hitting, wrapping up and making a tackle. You know, there's a play last night where what should have been a one or two yard gain turns into a 20 yard game because he can't make a tackle at the line of scrimmage. I don't know at this point what you do with Savage. And the hard part is, is you just this past off season picked up his fifth year option. So he's clearly got to be part of the plan. Unless you completely just bench the guy, which I can't imagine they would ever do. That's They're, they're in a tough spot there. Nobot, what's up? A lot of season left. Go Pack Go. See? See? There you go. There you go. I'm down with it. Thanks for checking out the stream on Twitch. Really appreciate it. Um, Thirsty Beach, your thoughts on Zach Tom this week? And he, he struggled initially. No question about it. I thought he got better as the night went on. Um, unlike last week when they had been repping him at tackle in case David went down, I'm not sure that he had repped at guard that entire week at left guard. Um, we'll probably hopefully get an answer on that when uh, we hear from the assistants later this week, but, um, yeah, you could tell. He was a little overmatched, especially early on. But I thought he settled in nicely. thought he did some really nice work on the run game. Those are some real dynamic dudes up front for Buffalo, though. And, you know, he, he's got to put a little more weight on, I think, before he's up to that task to play along the interior against some of the premier guys in the league. Now, that said, for a rookie, again, making another start on the road at a different position this time, pretty damn admirable overall. You saw promise there, you see the versatility that they talk about all the time. There's no doubt they've got a player there. Um, hopefully they can let him settle into one position and learn it and get, you know, see some improvement there. But, you know, thrown into the fire, I thought he held up okay. We'll see how it uh how it plays out. Where is he needed next? Who knows? Maybe they'll have to go in the center next week. I don't know. Walter, thanks for the super chat. They say age ain't nothing but a number. It seems like more than that with all the mistakes. Boy, you ain't lying. Um, There are some real glaring uh, mistakes happening week after week after week. And I know Rodgers took heat for it last week when he talked about it. But, you know, if it's there and plain as day, it's hard to it's hard to ignore it. You know, it's hard to you know, dismiss it. But, yeah. And what's funny is that I thought Rodgers played by far his best game of the year last night. Um, there's still some RPO stuff where I wish he'd just hand the ball off. There are a num—I I, want—I counted like three, uh, what look like RPOs where if he just hands the ball off, it's really well blocked and they probably rip off some decent gains. Uh, instead, he flips it out to a wide receiver on either side and they go for minimal gains. You know, it's things like that that are frustrating. But overall, I thought he played his best game of the year, and this is coming after Tom, Mr. Tom Clemens gave the highest grade last week. I'll bet he gets a better grade this week. So it's good to see Aaron improving. I think. Switching up the offensive line really helped a couple weeks ago. Hopefully that will, you know, lead to better things here down the stretch. It all starts Sunday in Detroit. Turnaround begins Sunday in Detroit. You heard it here, first, second, third, whenever. Tyler, thanks for the super chat. Matt mentioned the need for complimentary football. Between that and running the ball more, his burner account is clearly amongst us. (laughs) I mean, those are two things I've been talking about for a month. Welcome, Matt LaFleur. Braun, what's up, man? Bakhtiari looked fantastic last night. His last two outings have been great. I really hope he can continue to stay on the field. That's the thing. If he's out there, he's lights out. To your point, the last two games that he's gone the distance in, he has looked phenomenal. He absolutely pitched a shutout last night. He was such a joy to watch. Um, yeah, if he's out there, he solves a lot of problems for you. He allows you to open things up a little bit more offensively. So, yeah, I'm with you. And you can just if you could just get David and Elton out there together, they might really start cooking with gas. But we'll see. Uh, What else we got, folks? What else we got? Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to do's, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Uh, let Jair travel with the opponents, number one. I don't understand it. Yeah, Matt, it's a frustration. I know Matt was asked about it in his presser, um, and I get his answer as far as when you're playing a guy like Josh Allen, you don't want to play a strict man, et cetera, because then your backs turn to the quarterback, and you see his scrambling ability is going to make you pay, et cetera. Get all that. Understand it. But they did have man calls last night, and they did have Jair Alexander on everybody except for Diggs save for like one or two calls. And I understand, again, I get it, the fear of Josh Allen, how dynamic he is, but I'm of the opinion, and this is the way, you know, we see, We saw the Patriots operate this way forever and ever uh, under Bill Belichick, and they still do, essentially, take away what they do best. And d- throwing the ball to Diggs is what they do best. Give me my best guy on their best guy. And roll coverage there too, if you have to. I don't care, yeah, other guys are gonna make plays, and other guys are gonna try and beat you, but man, don't let them just have their thing. don't let them have their bread and butter that's what that's what is frustrating, but yeah, to Matt's point, it you're gonna play a lot of zone little man uh zone match concepts, I think they they did a good job of getting uh digs inside quite a little bit. But we've seen Jair travel with other guys inside. He did it with McLaurin last week. He's done it the last two weeks. You know? I think uh, Josh, the big bad specter of Josh Allen spooked them a little bit this week. Uh, Brandon, thanks for the Super Chat. I am getting sick of all the Jair is overrated talk. Oh, just ignore it. Who cares what people say if about Jair? If they say Jair is overrated, they can be safely ignored. You Talk about not knowing ball. Does he get beat sometimes? Yes. Is there a corner in the NFL that doesn't get beat sometimes? No. That's it. That's the conversation. He's still one of the best corners in the league. Point blank. So the rest is academic and just internet nonsense. Uh, Barry having Douglas matched up with Diggs instead of Jair is unforgivable. Yeah, Daniel, we just talked about it. How about Dobbs and Samari? I, well, how about those young pups coming to play? I mean, that Dobbs touchdown catch, my God. And I will say, really nice work from looking at the all 22 um, by Torre. He's running a corner post and he does a really good job of getting that guy turned around, um, making himself available to Rodgers. Um, they're kind of late in the progression. Uh, that's a really good route and a really nice, That's really nice work from the young guy. Um, I thought both of them obviously had a nice game. Hopefully, get few more opportunities here as we go down another week, another kind of week of probably, hopefully, working with Rodgers, practice, et cetera. Starting to, starting to click a little bit. I mean, it's a real nice bounce back for Dobbs in particular, who was like four targets last week for no catches, et cetera, the drops, what have you. You come back and you make a touchdown catch like that, that great catch up the sideline, you're starting to cook, man. And Rodgers is definitely going to give you a few more chances. What's the true story behind 21's erratic playing time? That's a great question, Matt. I know Matt was asked about it after the game last night, and he basically confirmed that he was benched. I mean, essentially, that was what happened. So, I mean, at least that's how I read it. I shouldn't say he confirmed it because he essentially just kind of answered in the affirmative when asked about it. So, I mean, it's weird to me that he would be the one getting sat down when Darnell Savage is out there. Getting paid to miss tackles. I don't know. But yeah, they uh they certainly made that move for a little bit and Stokes was back out there. Rudy Ford for Savage, when is it time? Rob, it was probably time two weeks ago, but I don't think they'll I don't think they'll make a one for one switch like that. Maybe they start putting Ford in more sub packages, etc. But I would be surprised if they actually benched Savage. Uh Vex, what's up, man? Thanks for the super chat. Can we stop pretending this defense is good now? <laughs> um, you mean because they got scored on by the number one offense in the league at home? Man, look, yeah, I get it's frustrating, and they did not have their best performance. But I'm not going to say they're bad, if that's what you want. There's still a lot of talent there. Still a lot of promise. And I still think they got a long way to go. A lot of season to continue to improve. So, but, hey, man, you want to call him bad? That's your prerogative. I totally get it. Totally understand. It was a joy to finally see them go with Aaron Jones. I mean, it's like a breath of fresh air, right? a cool breeze off the water. I mean, Aaron Jones is a superstar. That should literally be every week. That many touches every week. I know it won't be, but it should be. (laughs) Nag shave the stash. We are definitely in tank mode now. Well, no, I I said it on on watch party last night. My girlfriend was not a fan at all of the mustache. So she was uh, thrilled just because the loss meant I could shave. But uh, yeah, no tanking involved. Dave, thanks for Super Chat. That TD pastatory reminded me of an outfielder doing a crow's hop and throwing a frozen rope to home plate. It's a decent toss, right? 12 can still sling it. There's no doubt about it. Give him a little time. Let guys get open. Booyah. I like it. Mm -hmm. Did you see Watson's mom blasting Packers fans on Twitter last night? I most certainly did, Mike Witt. I mean, I'd say I was surprised, but I'm not surprised. We got a ton of it on the chat, on watch party. Let's just make it real easy for people. If a guy goes down and is lying there motionless, And your response is some version of, oh, this guy's made of glass. You can't stay on the field. Or whatever version of idiocy you reach for, you're a fucking idiot. And you lack any empathy whatsoever and should have that checked out. It's pretty clear. Kylan Hill back soon? Well, Robin, if they don't activate him this week, he will be back on IR. So, most likely? Hopefully Chris Barnes is back. Um I know he, Matt was asked about that in his presser. That would be some good timing because it sure sounds like uh Devondre Campbell is going to be touch and go and you know decent chance he doesn't play on Sunday in Detroit. I mean, you're going to need a body there. Um, could I envision Green Bay making a trade for a tackle or guard before the deadline? I I I talked about that a little bit before Tonezilla, Zilla. Great great handle. Um but, yeah, yeah no, uh, I'd be surprised. I mean, could they? Sure. But, you know, I think they like the, the guys they've got. Um, we'll see if they continue to have to play musical chairs with guys being in and out of the lineup. But if they can get their preferred five on the field, I think they, got, they can start to cook. They just haven't been able to get all five out there on the field at one time these last couple of weeks. But if they can get shore up that line with David, Elton, Josh, Runyon, and Yash, they're going to be good. Those five together, in those spots, that's a good line. They're going to work well together. If they can get them on the field. That's what's got to happen. Brandon, thanks for the super chat. I just watched a clip of Big Dog taking Milano for a ride and burying him. Loved his physicality. Yeah, that sure looked personal. That sure looked like something possibly in response to Milano's I'm going to say, bitch-ass tackle of A.J. Dillon. Um, it's always nice when guys take it upon themselves to have a teammates back. No doubt about it. Dave, thanks for the Super Chat. Notice Dobbs rolled after hitting the ground like Matt LaFleur reportedly talked to him about earlier in the season. Uh, you talking about that on the touchdown catch? I mean, he did, he did a good job of securing the football. No doubt about that. I feel so bad for Watson, man. Poor kid can't catch a break and all he hears is crap from the fans. Well, that's part of the gig. He's got to tune that out. I mean, welcome to the NFL, right? But yes, it it does suck that he has just, you know, one thing after another early on in his rookie campaign. It does really really blow. But it's going to make it all the sweeter when he gets out there and he's scoring touchdowns and putting up big numbers. Uh I realize he should not have done it, but Walker getting tossed for a shove was ticky-tack, in my opinion. Oh, yes. It was ridiculous. Um, but to the, quote, letter of the law, you're not allowed to touch those people. You're not allowed to touch a coach, uh, training staff, anybody on the sideline. Just, I know he probably saw color and thought it was a player and shoved him, but, man, you you can't do it. just can't do it. Trade for Kumaro. <laughs> oh, at least our three and five team wasn't disguised as construction barrels. Yes, Bears fans, even your clothes suck. <laughs> Woo, baby, the Bears. They got something in Justin Fields, though, I'm telling you. They need at least 10 wins to secure a wild card. Possibly. We'll see. NFC is all messed up. I mean, the fact that the NFC South can probably be won with a losing record. Goodness treason walker deserved it control your motherfucking self well i i applaud your control by, by not typing out motherfucker well done um fields is a guy if that o-line doesn't turn him into rg3 first oof. and you're you're not lying although i do like how Getsy has him on the run finally I mean, on purpose. All right, buddy, I'm going to have to get going. I can't thank you enough for hanging out, talking Packers each and every day, Monday through Friday, right here on the Cheesehead TV social channels. Please do me a monster favor, hit like on this video, subscribe to the channel, and then tell your friends and tell your family, Cheesehead TV, we are devoted to Green Bay Packers fans worldwide. Thanks a lot, everybody. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Have a good night. Go Pack Go.